everybody. We are here with another episode of Barbie Does Dating. I am your host, Barbie Berg. We are here with the producer extraordinaire. Hello. Nick Letty. How's it going? You know, you're so good at your job. Well, thank you. I try. (laughs) (laughs) You're very good. Unfortunately, Steve is gone on a cruise. The man is cruising for probably the next three months. So Who needs him? I know. (laughs) People go on a cruise. The people on the ship need him. They love it. Yes, they do. They love it. So we have a fabulous guest. I'm back. Yes, it's my dating coach, Kristen Hello, (laughs) Barbie does dating land. I'm so happy to be back. I have been like counting the sleeps until... (laughs) It was my day to come in and do this with you. You are so cute. And I haven't seen you in so long. It's been a long time. It has been Well, you've been a while. really busy. It's been super busy. You've been busy. like globetrotting and I like yeah, getting she's it been done. Wearing, she's, she's wearing some of her. Oh, my gosh. I got yeah. my Norway shirt that I just oh, got. Then you I, saw the Northern Lights, didn't you? I did. I saw your pictures. I did. I went to <laughs> Banff, Canada Ooh. as oh, a that's plus right. one with one of my yes. girlfriends. Yes, you mentioned that. And it happened to be big night for Aurora. Yeah. So we drove out into, you know, the, the, the icy mm-hmm. tundra. And um, we did see like a mild green glow. Yeah. Like my iPhone could see yeah. more than my eyes could see. Mm-hmm. But like, I'll count it. Right. Well, it was definitely happening. That's what I was explaining to Nick, that the people told us, they said, it's like 75% of the time, at least, you cannot see them with the naked eye. Yeah. But you put your phone up and all of a sudden everything's it green pops. and it pops. Yeah. And he's like, it's because our eyes just can't capture it. And so right. I was, tr- I've been telling people this and they're like, that's not true. And I'm like, no, it's true. I promise I was there. And so, yeah, it's just. What it looked like to me was, you know, we're out in the middle of nowhere, uh-huh. Canada, right? And it looked like just over the mountaintop was like Las Vegas, like big, you know, there oh, must be something over there. But there was nothing. It should have been wow. complete blackness. So like the Aurora was present. Um, yeah. And it was kind of greenish. Uh-huh. But it, hmm. my phone saw it better than me. Yeah. I was ready, willing, and able to stand out there in the freezing cold. I had my snow, my ski bibs <laughs> on. But there were some losers that I was with that were like, I'm cold. I'm like, this is your once in a When are you ever going to be here again? But they won. I'm <laughs> laughing because we went, it was negative 20. Yeah. Where we were at. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Um, we were technically in Finland. We were above the Arctic Circle. They awesome. even had us in special snowsuits. Awesome. And my cheeks hurt so bad. And so they were all, like, their group, the main group was like, we're going to go sit. We have this little fire that gave no warmth. Um, And we're going to drink soup. And I'm like, I'm going to go be in the van that's heated. Because, yeah. I mean, at that point, you couldn't see the, the right. northern lights anymore. Right. And so they're like, oh, but this is such a cool experience. I'm like, I've been cold before. <laughs> I don't need to be here. Yes. But Norway in and of itself was so beautiful. We went dog sledding. It was fabulous. Yeah, it was the that best too. trip. Yeah. We had the best trip. Oh, I'm, I'm, I have like this winter like fascination myself. Yeah. Even though I live here, I ski every weekend. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I even care still, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely anyway. prefer the cold over Let's talk crazy more hot. about like outfitters offline no we have to never we have some stuff to cover here the first 10 minutes are always just whatever we want to talk about okay well i want to talk about outfitters and how you got there who you hired to take you and (laughs) what it was like to travel above the arctic circle like i lay in bed at night my husband falls asleep first and so like i watch weird things on youtube like (laughs) i was looking at like the some town in finland that's above Uh the arctic so it's like the darkest place Mm -hmm. they have like polar nights for three months yep 
And then on Sunday, I was looking at um, the Drake crossing the Drake Passage. Oh, I've been watching down at stuff the tip about of those. Argentina. It's one of my yeah, next. 40 foot like swells. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money, but if I did. <laughs> They're expensive, but it's on my list. It's yeah. like $10,000 really? to go to Antarctica. Oh, at least. Mm-hmm. You yeah. want to do, do that? The Heck yeah. yeah. Really? I got to go waddle with a penguin. I'm going to go like, yeah. it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, they provide you clothes. To oh wear. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. Someday, let's go together. I know. I was just gonna say. I'm like, yeah, come with me. I want to. Let's go do this. Okay, I do have one funny story about the Northern Lights, though. Okay. So my really good friend Nicole, it has been her lifelong dream to see the Northern Lights, and so she came on this trip with me. So when we were flying from London to Norway, she was like, "Can I please have the window seat?" Da 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 da. She made this big deal about it. I need to have the window seat, and I'm like, "You can have the window seat. It's fine." Because there was a chance we might see it when we flew in. Oh. So we get in and we get to our row and she sits down and I don't know why it was the one window seat on the plane with no window. It was just a panel. There was no window. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You should have seen this girl. She's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And of course, what happens during the flight? You can see the Northern Lights. So the pilot comes on and he's like, if you look out the left side of the, the plane, which is where we were sitting, he's like, you'll be able to see the northern lights. And she's like, are you kidding me? So the I people, would be like, excuse me. The people me. in front of us were so nice. She's like, would you take pictures with my phone? They're like, come and look, come and look. They were so sweet. But I have a picture of her sitting next to this non-existent window. It just made me laugh. That Anyways, is the saddest. That's so the sad. saddest. Picture oh, she got ever. to see it. She <laughs> did. She did. She was the one that stayed out in the cold way longer than, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I love yeah. you, but. I'm her. Yeah. You guys need to go to do that together. Because yeah. I was like, I'm going back to the van. I'm ready. Pair <laughs> I, got, I got like. It uh, was. The redheads. I got like hand warmers in my pockets. <laughs> yep. and I'm ready to warm my cheeks and I'm not giving yep. up until I see pink. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not interested in the green. I want to see pink. We didn't have any pink. Why would that matter? It just matters to me. I just oh, like okay. It's different. It's okay. different. You know. You, that means you've really had an experience. Yes. Cool. But, you know. Okay, fine. We'll talk about dating. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. So I wanted, so we're doing kind of a follow-up to the last two episodes where I've started doing my dating experiment yes. and stuff. Uh, the bummer was, so I'm still on Match.com right now. The bummer is I thought I'd be able to do it while I was on my trip in Europe. It doesn't work in Europe. It kept being weird. It wouldn't let me in. Match doesn't? Well, it like it was like, you have to reset your password and you have to do this. And it wouldn't let me in no matter what I did. And so I was like, you know what? This is a sign. I'm not supposed to be on it over Next here. Next time, use a VPN. Like for oh, that's like true, City. huh? Yeah. Well, because I was will... on the app. Yeah, but if Does it matter? Yeah. Yeah. They oh, geolocate I don't you. Yeah. Oh. It was it just will weird. They will oh, just route you through Salt Lake City. Yeah. That makes you're sense. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of interested to see like, oh, what can I see out here? But so, you know what? I was so busy. It was fine. Um, so I've been on Match for a month now. At least. At least, I think. Because I think I'll go through the end of February. Uh-huh. Okay. Because I wanted to try. We're going to try Match. We're going to try Bumble. And then we'll maybe go back to Mutual. I'm just kind of over Mutual. I, I have you. my reasons, you know. I don't blame you. Yeah. It's it's good to give things a, a, a try. And I've been on it, oh my gosh, so many times. Right. So many times. Yes. And I just don't feel that the quality is there. There's the quantity. You're not alone. But the quality is not there. <laughs> You're not alone. So one of the things that I thought was surprising about Match is you can't even get in to see people without paying a membership fee. So, Mm. and it's $50 a month. Weeds people out right at the gate. And it was one of the things, like one of my best friends who was in. All the looky-loos. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
So one of my best friends who we've talked about a little bit, she was in this horrible relationship for seven years, did not feel loved or appreciated, finally broke up with him, decided to get on Match out of nowhere. Like, she hates online dating. Mm -hmm. Met the most amazing guy, second guy she wanted to date with. Mm. I mean, he's incredible. Mm -hmm. They've been together like six months now, I think. Mm. Anyways. You've been talking about him that long. Yeah. I know. He's just great. The Short King. Short King. We love oh, the Short I heard, King. Yeah, I love the Short King. I have a, a shorty. I have a Short King. You That's know right. That. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. He's so great. He is. So when I was getting ready to do this, I was like, well, I don't know what app I'm going to get. And her, she, both of them were like, match. Match. We met Ever on match. Heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> fine. I will do the $50 a month. Another props for match. I have a client who yeah. got married. Let's see. It's been a, a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. And he, they met on match. And mm-hmm. guess what? He's a NASA engineer. No way. Did you not? They live in Florida. But still. Did he live here ever? No. Okay. I didn't know if it was They're somebody Florida people. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have to say. So here's what I will say about Match. The quality of men is so much higher. Because there's a cover charge. Yeah. 50 bucks. I mean, it has been. You still. I still get the, hey. Uh, but and- there's still people that are bad at doing it, but they're probably more invested and ready. Yes. Right. So one of the things I always tell people, we're looking for somebody mm-hmm. who is all three things available, interested and ready. Mm-hmm. Right. You pay $50. You're saying that you are. Yeah. Right. On mutual free level. Free. You can t- discuss, you can chat, you can meet. Yep. And so you're going to get people across the spectrum of available, interested and ready. Yeah. And some of them are available for just looky lose or just like texting, mm-hmm. like pen pal type stuff. Um, but when it comes to, hey, this is fun, let's chat, and then they're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and they're out. Sneak out the back door. They are out. The worst. Yes. So I will say. So you don't get that. with. I've had, I, you don't get that you, you as get one often. catfish person, didn't you? Oh, yeah, but that was like five often. seconds. That happened like yeah. five. It was like during an episode that we recorded and then yeah. it was done. Yeah. <laughs> when, is that the one that said, I hope we have a nice exchange? Yes. yes. Right. <laughs> so while we were there, I said, hey, would you want to FaceTime sometime? And he unmatched me and went away. Yeah. I was like, yeah. so the whole thing was done in 10 minutes. Yep. Um, but I will say the quality of guys is much better than I have seen in years. Great. The It is also a higher LDS population than I was expecting. Really? Yes. That's good to know. Because I figured I'm like, I'm not going to. It's probably 40%. Well. Which, yeah. That's pretty dang good. That, yeah. are, that are reaching out to you, right? Or that, how, how do you know that it's 40%? Because on their profile, they you can choose if you want to list your religion. And it can be, and it says like LDS. Christian slash LDS. That's really good to know. I was very surprised. I hadn't expected surprised. it to be that high. Me either. Because I was like, I'll get maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. No, I'd probably say maybe 40%. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. So. And a lot from Utah? Well, yeah. Because pretty much, I mean, every LDS guy that I found, no, that's not true. Because there's one in California that I've been kind of messaging a bit. There's been a couple on the East Coast. Yeah, but they're dipping over to yes. say hey to yep. the pool. Exactly. Where there are a lot of match users who... RLDS. Yeah. So I was very surprised. So letting people know, I think Match is worth even just trying it for a month. I very much, I'm I'm liking it so you far. You heard it here, folks. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Barbie does dating. It. <laughs> yeah, it's $50 cover charge. That's right. <laughs> but come on, you're wasting money on a lot dumber oh, things than that. For real. So just oh, sure. cough it Absolutely. up. Absolutely. You can do it. Just cough it up. Um, so I have had a few interesting experiences. So I have been very much, I don't have a great 
we'll say power of discernment. It has never been my strong suit. <laughs> uh, I have been working on it for the last couple of years, and it's mm-hmm. getting a lot better. Good. Um, so there was one guy, and I, cute guy. He's Hispanic. I love Hispanic. I love Latin men. Um, so he sent me a message, and we were kind of, and I'm like, oh, good conversation. It's fun. And then he wanted to, they have a thing where you can video chat on the app. Love it. Yeah. And they call it like vibe check is what they call it. And I think they do it as like, make sure this is a real person. So I loved that. Like you don't exchange phone numbers. So we did that once. And the only thing that was giving me pause about him was not that he was a love bomber, but he definitely was a little more over the top than I would like. Like, you're so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe how beautiful you are. Why are Mm -hmm. you on this app? You're so beautiful. And I'm like, what? Tone it it down a notch. It was. It was a little leg humpy for me. (laughs) Um, and it did make me feel a little off Uh and I was like, but I'm like, okay, that's really the only red flag so far. He had a good job. Mm. He liked these things. And then when we vibe checked did the face, the FaceTime, he was at work and I was like, oh, why are, I thought you would have left work. And he's like, no, I'm just at work. And he works, um, for a power company. And so he's like at work kind of in this warehouse. Mm. And I remember thinking it was kind of strange though, that I'm like, and your Bob's going to get mad or something. Mm -hmm. Again, not saying he was a serial killer. I was just like, that made me feel a little weird. Mm-hmm. Serial killer. Yeah. Because he talks on his phone at work. Well, it Some was people just weird work to alone be like, in a warehouse. It's not a big deal. He was not alone. <laughs> Some people are like, open with what they're doing. Which is true. Which is true. But I also was, I don't know. It just felt strange to me. Different strokes for different folks. Exactly. So we were messaging quite a bit. And I'm not somebody who's like, let's sit and message for a while. But it was flowing. So it was like, cool. Yeah. Cool. So then later that night, he was like, hey, do you have social media? And I was like, yeah, but I don't really give it out. He never asked for my phone number or anything. I was like, I don't really give it out. So after like an hour, we were chatting. And I decided I'm Video like, chat for an hour? No, no, no. No, oh, we're okay. back to texting. Okay. Yeah, back yeah. to texting. Um, And so after like an hour, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him my Instagram if he wants to. That's fine. So I'm like, here you go. Here's my Instagram if you feel like stalking. Because I thought he just wanted to stalk and like look at pictures and stuff. I'm like, that's fine. There's nothing on there that's that exciting. So he did that. And then he's like, oh, I'm sending you a message. But it says you have to like accept my friend request because I was private. So I'm like, that's cool. Here you go. So then he wanted to message on there. And we switched over. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay. Interesting, but I remember feeling like it was weird. Again, not feeling like this guy's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. It was just strange. Um, so we started talking and stuff. And from there, we video chatted a little bit more before we switched over. And then he just kept being like asking for photos, not dirty photos. It did not feel like a send me a naked picture. It was just like, what are you doing now? Send me a picture of what you're doing now. Mm. And it was just kind of over and over again. Mm. And I just kept getting weird vibes. It just felt weird. So then, because I was going back and checking something on Match, I noticed that his profile disappeared for Match on my matches. And I was like, that's weird, because we're still literally talking on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so at like 10 o'clock, I was like, hey, I'm going to go. Why don't you go to bed? You have to work the next day. I was like, but we'll chat soon. And so he didn't say anything back. And then the next day, everything, like, he disappeared from Instagram. And so, because I went and looked, because he didn't have any posts or anything on his Instagram mm. page. Mm. And I asked him, I was like, oh, that's, I'm like, how am I supposed to stalk you if you don't have posts? And he's like, oh, I'm very private. And I was like, okay, that's weird. So I think it was a burner account. And 
because I went and like tried to message him like, hey, how are you doing today? And it popped up and said, messages cannot be sent in vanish mode. And I don't know what vanish mode was. So I went and looked and it's a mode you can put that does not keep anything. So I'm like, oh, he's either married or has a live-in girlfriend or something that. So it was in vanish mode. Like Snapchat. Basically kind of turning into Snapchat. And I never heard from him again. So you you want to know what I think? Yeah, twice. So he was a real person. He was a real person. Huh. You want to know what I think? Yes, tell me. I think he's just looking for naked pictures. Yeah, probably. But he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't yeah, like. He has good manners. Yeah, that's true. But there's a lot of women out there who mm-hmm. are just available for that. Right. That's and true. when somebody says, send me a picture, they. Yeah. They'll be like, you know. Well, because I would send up. them a picture and like, oh, here's what I'm doing right yeah. now and stuff. Boring pictures, Barbie. Yes. Oh, I'm so boring when it comes to that. <laughs> good. So boring. You be. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like yeah. different strokes for different folks. Like yeah. he's not looking for you. So he's gone now because he talked to you for hours. He yeah. didn't get to see anything he wanted. But it was just so weird because it didn't feel like a normal one where they asked for those kind of things. He pictures. was roughly yeah. committed to it, he, it seemed like. It was weird. I was like, yeah. I never once got a vibe of like, nah, he just wants to try to have sex with me. It was yeah. bizarre. Hmm. So I'm like, eh, I'm pretty sure that dude has a girlfriend or a wife. Yeah. So the that, vanish mode, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. So I wonder if that means, though, that anything you would have sent him would have vanished, too, right? Yeah, because I couldn't access the photos again that he had sent me. So, and then I blocked it. Like, in case he ever came back to that profile, I blocked everything. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. I know. So, unless he screenshotted it. Well, congratulations. It was just a weird weird experience. I know. I always have the weird experiences. (laughs) Okay. That's why you have the show. You, I did. It sounds like show. you did all the right steps yeah. that you you, you didn't do anything checked. wrong, right? This is yeah. another. Yeah. This is like an, a misalignment of hey, what are we? What mm-hmm. are we interested in together? Yep. And we don't align. Yeah, and I was like, well, clearly we don't align because you disappeared. Right. <laughs> and so because yeah. I would have gone on a date with him and stuff, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Where did he live? Like West Valley or something. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, he was here, here in Utah. So I am. I've moved on to the texting stage with one guy. I'm a little disappointed because I did at one point finally be like, hey, would you ever want to FaceTime sometime? And this was like last Monday. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, cool. Just let me know when you're thinking. And he's like, yeah, maybe next Wednesday. What? That's well, weird. That's a long time. That's a long yeah. time. He lives in another state, but we've never had. It's not been weird. He gets a little hyper sometimes, which mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of. But I'm like, uh-huh. he might just be excited. Uh-huh. Okay. So here's the other thing that I'm finding. Guys are very like either they're they're pretty cool and collected or they're very excited. And all of a sudden you're just getting like 10 messages in a row from them and oh, and then I like this and da 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 da. And it's like Yeah, too much too soon. It is. It's very leg humpy. And I'm like <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's like the perfect description. Because that's exactly what it is. I'm like, you gotta stop humping my leg right now. <laughs> And so it was just, it's interesting though, because some people, I mean, and it's just over and over and it's like, this one guy was messaging because he had a bunch of cats in one picture and I was like, oh, are those your cats? He's like, I actually rescue cats. So this is what I have right now. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so great. And then he's like spamming me with messages. He's like, here's my phone number. You should message me. And it was just like, holy hell, dude, calm down. He's available. He was available, (laughs) which I'm not someone to play games, but you gotta give me like, Make it, keep it interesting. Keep it interesting. <laughs> right? That's like when, I don't, I do you have this thing where, like, I go to Costa Vida and I mm-hmm. love their queso. 
And if I get oh, a yeah. four ounce thing of queso, I'm like, like savoring it. And like, <laughs> even my kids even like look at, like they're going to look at me and I'm like, get away from me. I only have four ounces. I but wish you I guys have, could see her eyes yeah, as she was talking about it. They got huge. <laughs> if I have a five gallon vat yeah. of queso and all of a sudden it looks disgusting. Yeah. Right. So it's just, it's the quantity versus, That's you so know. good. Yeah, you don't want to be giving away five-gallon vats because it just cheapens the whole experience. Well put. <laughs> well put. Am I being a five-gallon vat of queso? I know I have been. I mean, queso is good, <laughs> but not if it's going to drown you. Yeah, seriously, like, that's a little much. So there yeah. is a reason that we are calling this episode No Sex in the City. Because... Oh, exciting. Big reveal. 20 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> I take a little while to get to my point, Okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. I am LDS. I am not looking to have sex before I get married if possible. I am not someone who's shy about it. I have had that has happened before in the past. What? What? <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I am a heathen. Throw a Bible at oh my me. Gosh. Reveal your past transgressions, why don't Gross. you? Gross. <laughs> yes. And so it's like, okay, I'm 43. I'm almost 44. Yeah, I miss it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I, I would love to yes. have a physical connection with someone. Sure. I would love these things. But I also am like at a point where I'm like, no, I need to have an emotional connection. I need to have these things and know this is a forever thing yeah. at this point. Right. So here's the struggle, though, is because I'm very open to dating people that are not LDS. That's fine. Respect mm-hmm. my beliefs. You respect your beliefs. Like, sure. it's fine by me. Something I've always had a hard time with, though, is I'm either I'm not Mormon enough for Mormon people and I'm too Mormon for non-members. Hmm. Like it is something that I've always struggled with. Hmm. So match definitely because it's not mutual where everybody's LDS and basically like understands. Right. It might be a good. Yeah. Might be a good fit. It's it's been hard, though. Because the conversation does come up organically. I have not ever felt like somebody's been like, I want to see your boobs. Like, it hasn't been that, except, oh, I will send you, I'll show you guys a couple profiles. Um, But it has been, I'm like, okay, how do I react to the situation when it comes up without going against what I'm trying to do? Because I know some people are like, oh, you got to play the game. Don't talk about it too soon. Da, 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 da. And like, but if they're asking me, like, yeah. because I think it's also, it can be a deal breaker for a majority of people. So I'm like, there are things that I have that are deal breakers that I'd want to know sooner rather than later. Mm. So anyways, there was this one guy. We matched on Saturday night and all day Sunday we were messaging. All day. We never ended up doing a video chat, but we were messaging all day. Mm-hmm. He's from another state beautiful black guy oh my gosh he was so gorgeous dreamy like dreamy (laughs) articulate educated great conversation i mean every i was like this is fabulous and we were having fun and we were chatting and then we switched it over to texting he was great in the way that he asked for my number i never felt uncomfortable and so at and i did tell him before i can't remember if it was before or after we switched to texting um something about deal breakers. And I was like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm Mormon. I don't know if that's going to be a problem for you because to me, I'm just like, hopefully they know everything that that entails. Yeah. And he was like, well, I don't really know anything about it. So I'm going to say it's fine. And I was Uh like, cool. That's even better that you don't know anything about it. That's great by me. 
So we're chatting and we're chatting. Like he's talking about flying out the next week to take me on a date. Like, wow. It was great. And this is before a phone call? Yeah. Mm. That's aggressive. Okay. It didn't feel aggressive. It felt very natural. Yeah. Because you wanted I don't hear any aggressive. I think if you read the messages, it did not feel aggressive. It wasn't like the one guy. It was contextually appropriate. it was. It never felt like, I'm going to come out there. It was just Mm -hmm. like, it was great. He was great to talk to. I know. (laughs) I don't know why that's my voice for aggressive guys. Great. Great. And like, and when I say we'd been messaging all day, I am not a messenger. Like, hundreds of messages mm. over 12 hours, okay? Really connecting. So then at one point, he was like, oh, do you like coffee? And I was like, you know what? I don't. I don't like coffee or tea, which I it's true. I hate them both. Dirt water. Garbage water. Oh, disgusting. Ted Lasso. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, How do you take your tea? Right back to the counter. Right back to the counter because you gave me the wrong thing. <laughs> And I feel the same way about coffee. I'm one of those weird people that I can't stand the smell of coffee. Oh, I, I hate it. I know it. everybody loves it and I hate it. It makes me physically nauseous. So mm. I'm like, well, I don't actually drink coffee or tea. I hate the taste of it. And he's like, oh, that's weird. I've never met anybody that's like that. And I was like, I know. I'm very rare. And I said, but I also need to let you know, like, religious wise, we don't drink coffee or tea. And I said, so it makes it easier for me. And he's like, oh, why don't you? And I'm, I've never really had a great answer for it. I'm sorry, people can tell me what their answers are they give people, but I've, without getting super scripture like, how do you tell people we not don't drink a, coffee not or a tea? Ton, not a ton of clarity as to why. Yeah, there's not I a lot of clarity. Answers, but we can do that But there's not time. a lot that's of clarity, episode, though. Yeah. But that's another episode. It's one thing, not that I don't agree of... with us not drinking it, but I, I don't have a good answer. Okay. And so I was like, well, not to get super spiritual. We just, we don't do that. And I said, but honestly, I think every religion has something they don't, partake in yeah. you know pork blah 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 whatever this is ours and so he was like oh, okay that's cool that's so not then, a bad response yeah i try it's been it's something i've been working on for years because it's a struggle for me okay um thankfully heavenly father made sure my taste buds think it's disgusting so i don't have an issue not with a temptation it. not even a little bit so we're messaging a bit and then he said hey can i ask you something he must have googled mormons he had to have while we were talking and he said, so religious-wise, he said, can I ask you a question? I don't want it to be offensive. And I said, sure. And he said, will, are you, will you have sex before marriage? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I told him, I said, ah, this question. Because I dread mm-hmm. it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, do you just come out and say no? Do you get flirty and say, let's get to know each other a little bit better? What right. do you do? Like, there's yeah. different things. And so I just was like, well, I hate this question. But I said, that is the goal. My, that is my goal. Yeah. I am not a perfect person, but that is the goal. And I said, I said, I am looking for something long term. I am looking for commitment. Um, and then I also have decided to start clarifying because I know a lot of people, especially non-LDS people, think that that means that I do not want anything to do with sex. Even after I'm married, nope, we're mm. not doing this. It's gross. Yeah. Don't touch me. Because I know a lot of people that have been in sexless marriages or whatever. Yeah. So I also clarified and I said, it is something that used to happen because as, and I know that no one's trying to be offensive when they ask. Right. But pretty much everybody asks. Curious. Yeah. They're like, have you ever had sex before? It's a weird thing. It's weird. It's uncommon. At this age. Yes. Right. It's, it's, it's unique. Like, so it's okay that there's curiosity. Exactly. That's around. It doesn't make him a pervert or no. a creep. It's just, yeah. It's and just... he wasn't. Right. He was not. 
So he and so I said, yes, it is something that I used to do in the past. It is not something I am trying. It's I'm trying not to do it in the future. Mm. And I said, but do not be mistaken. I said that will very much be a part of my life when I am married. Yeah, that is something that will very much be there. And he was so respectful about it. And he was so kind about it. And he was like, "Okay," And he said, I have to be honest with you. That is not something I can wait for marriage. I'm like, Mm. "Okay." And he was like, I'm very disappointed because I think you're gorgeous and we have had such great conversations. And like, just to be blunt, like he told me flat out, he said, I know it would be too difficult for me to not want to have sex with you. Mm. And I was like, that makes me feel great. Thank Mm. you. But it was also so disappointing because I'm like, and I seriously like said a prayer after I'm like, Heavenly Father, you better be sending me somebody. (laughs) Like, you got to give me something, dude. That was difficult. Yeah. And he was so respectful. And he said, but I do not want to waste your time. He said, mm. I know that's not something that I can do. Mm. And I was like, okay, I get it. And mm. I was really hoping he changed his mind and he didn't. <laughs> and so, yeah. That's such a bummer. It was a bummer. You want thoughts? Yes. And so that's why I wanted you here because I'm like, okay, how do I approach this subject? Because again, I'm open to dating people who are not LDS, but... Like, how do I even talk about the subject without being like, well, this is what God says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get the conundrum. And, and yeah. it's, and it's a, at, at this age, mm-hmm. at middle age, it's, it is a conundrum. Yep. Right. Because, um, you know, we've made covenants or we, you mm-hmm. know, we have these, these tenets of the relationship or of the, of the religion that we're trying to keep that are important priorities to us. Mm-hmm. If, if I had been asked that question, and there's no way you could do. Th- I mean, you did a great job, Barbie. So okay. you you did you handled that so eloquently. You know, now that I've had time to think about it, and I'm not panicked, and there's I'm, okay. there's nothing for me to risk here. So I can give you the executive function of what I could, how you could answer <laughs> this strategically. Yeah. Right. So the truth is, you're a sexual creature, mm-hmm. a sexual person who is interested and has all those desires. Um, and and fully intends for that to be part of your life, right? So maybe mm-hmm. that's what we lead with, right? Where we say, well, I'm certainly a sexual person. Mm-hmm. I also have these, you know, religious beliefs and practices that are also very important for me. So I'm constantly trying to balance that. That's so well put. Right? So something along those lines. Okay. And then here's the other piece that I would say. And this is actually kind of a new, I'm going to take you on a journey here. Are you okay with that? Do it. I have a new, like a new, something has clicked in my brain recently, like mm-hmm. this week. Um, I'm thinking about, like we've talked about the stages of a relationship before. Well, you probably know if you've seen my social media, I I lost a loved one yeah. about a week and a half ago. And, you know, this has been expected. She's been, she's 40. She's had cancer. And yeah. she, anyway, she passed away. So I am grieving and I am learning about grief having had a new fresh experience with it. So we're all familiar with the stages of grief, right? Where there's anger and denial, and then we we end up at acceptance. Mm-hmm. Turns out that that model was written for us dealing with our own mortalities, right? So if I were to get a terminal really? diagnosis, these are the stages that I would go to to process this for myself. If you're grieving the loss of someone in your life, mm-hmm. there's a different set, and they're more like phases they're similar, sure. but we're going to go through different phases. And this what was is was interesting, and I'm going to relate this back to dating, I promise. But at each <laughs> phase of grief that you're going through, there are certain tasks that you do while you're in each phase. Yeah. 
right? And the final phase of grief is um, integration, right? So we integrate that importance of that relationship and the meaning, and we do, we integrate it into our life. So it's not like we just accept it, they're gone, now I'm moving on with my life, right? But we integrate that loss into our life. For example, I signed up to be a volunteer at a bereavement, you know, nonprofit group, and I've done some other things. Mm -hmm. It's like integrating the meaning of that relationship into how I live now. Right. So, and I was thinking like this really clicked that we have these stages or phases of a relationship that go, that we're going through and there's tasks that are assigned to each phase that we're in. Mm -hmm. Right. So he asked you a question that was really (laughs) assigned to a later phase. So it puts you in an impossible situation to say, well, I'm not going to answer that now because we're still working on building connections, mm-hmm. right? We, we, I haven't even talked to you on the phone yet. Yeah. So maybe the answer to that would depend on a lot of factors. Why don't let's do a FaceTime? Yeah. Right. Let's 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 build a connection. Let's do some of the things. Like that's what I would tell listeners is try to keep the things that you're talking about, the things that you're discussing within the lane of the phase of the relationship that you're in. Mm-hmm. So right now you two are in mutual attraction. Right. And so what do we do? What are the tasks that are assigned to that? Well, they really don't have anything to do with sex mm-hmm. at this moment. Right. We're really trying to see if we can get navigate some of this other, you know, more mutual attraction type things to make mm-hmm. sure that this is a good idea. So thoughts, questions. Well, this sounds like when we did, was it the the stages of dating? Yeah. Where you, was it Jumping to step six? Yeah, or jumping something? to problem oh, yeah. solving. Pro- yeah. yeah. Yes. The, this felt, to me, the, the story felt a little like, man, you guys yeah, are already talking about sex? We're, like We're jumping to problem solving. Yeah. And, and the reason why is because it, we're supposed to do some of these other things first. Yeah. And that will help us answer, so, answer those questions later. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I, I was, certain things become more manageable after you've built the right foundation. Yes. Like, I, mm-hmm. I was... Uh, I have a client who has cats. Yeah. Right. And loves Shh. loves the cats. That's too personal. Loves the cats. <laughs> <laughs> now we know exactly who you're talking about. Has cats. Right. Loves the cats. Cats are cats are like a big part of life. Absolutely. Right. And start dating somebody, and somebody is allergic to cats. Oh. Right. And it's not at uncommon. the beginning, yeah. like if you think. Can it, will you please rehome your cats so I can come over? Mm-hmm. The answer to that on a second date is like, no, take a hike. Yeah. I'm not going to rehome my cats for you. But, you know, we do all these other things and we go through and build connection and it's really deep and rich and wonderful. And we have all these bonding experiences and you know some of my secrets and you love me anyway and vice versa. Yeah. Now we're to the, the, exclusive commitment phase, right? Now we're to the problem-solving phase. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to get rid of these cats. Yeah. And my aunt Carla loves cats and hers recently passed away. Mm-hmm. She'll take these cats. I'll visit the cats, but now I have my person. Mm-hmm. So at the right time, that task of solving that problem is a no-brainer, Yeah. right? We're, we're definitely going to rehome the cats. But if you ask that at stage two, and that's what he asked you, like a problem-solving question in the very early stages. I can see that. And that's why it imploded. Yeah. Right? So that's bad strategy on his part. I think you answered that as well as Mm -hmm. you could. But that's what I would tell you. Well said. Because the other thought that I had about it is I'm also okay if they ask about talking about it in a very limited sense in the early stages, simply because it is also very difficult for me to say no to. Like... 
I am a 43-year-old woman and (laughs) I do not want... And so I'm like, it's nice for them to understand that... Well, and that's why you I tell need your him, hey, help. <laughs> I am a sexual creature, a hundred percent. Yeah. And that's what he really wants to know, mm-hmm. right? Are you interested in sex, right? Yeah. Because if he's been trapped in a sexless marriage and yep. that is like a, a huge priority for him, and as well it should be, and you yeah. want that in your marriage, that's what he's double checking. So, I mean. That's true. Uh, we can lead these conversations into where we want them to go by mm-hmm. saying, what you need to know is I like sex and I plan to have plenty of it. You know, as for when it occurs, you know, that depends on a lot of things. So, okay, why don't we do a FaceTime chat and we'll, let's start there. Yeah. I do worry a little bit about the conversation of talking about it right then and saying, let's do a FaceTime yeah, chat yeah. because okay. I'm like, oh, yeah. he thinks he's going to have phone sex. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is 100% where I would think that was going. Yeah. So maybe there needs to be some some time that yeah. ellipses there. Okay. <laughs> I have a question, Next teacher. Question. Yes. Um, my question would be, if this is a thing for her, mm-hmm. what about massaging the wording of putting that on the profile of not having sex before marriage? For me, because I put in my profile that I'm LDS and I just put LDS in there. For me, it's enough to put that because most people know what that entails. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I So I would never advise a client to put anything about a don't. Mm-hmm. on their profile because but this is a do under the right circumstance yeah but was there an innuendo there maybe <laughs> maybe was that, was I that don't, pun intended i don't think we need it on our profile though because i think that's okay. really way before yeah way, I, way, I, way maybe before. so uh, and, to me and, it seems like a don't like i won't have sex with you before marriage you should just know that right now yeah well right? okay. I, nobody cares what you don't want point being if you're not willing to put it on your profile, mm-hmm. you don't need to talk about it in the first day you met this person. Now, here's the thing. When I say that we were talking for a day, we were having more conversation that I probably would have had with someone that I'd been dating for a month. Yeah. Like, okay. it was a lot. So I don't like to good, look at it. It was a good emotional click. It and, was. So mm-hmm. I don't like to look at it as it was only a day because it's like, there are some people I've dated for two months that we see each other once a week. We're so, messaging a couple hey, times. This this can be a cautionary tale. Okay. So I, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It feels so good to have that rich click with somebody, that yeah. conversational click. Um, what you want to do is uh, pace your interactions. Yes. Because um, you want to validate that they can keep this, like they can sustain this yeah. over days or weeks. right? Which I normally months. do. Right. I'm normally so much better, but right. A, I we're didn't have much about, going on. We're talking about <laughs> best practices. And yes. sometimes these things like sneak up on us, yeah. right? Um, but the best practice is... Don't like it over like it feels so good. It's hard yeah. not to. But just keep your feet on the ground and know like this is was really fun for today. I'm hoping that it can happen tomorrow, too, or that, you know, there is some progression. But there is a, a whole lot of flashing in the pan. The other thing that you have to be uh, mindful of is uh, a good old vulnerability hangover. Right. Sometimes when we get too deep, too fast. Yeah. Um, I, I had a client years ago who said, I go on all these first dates and men feel so comfortable just like spilling it to me. And I just listen and I'm excited. I'm empathetic and I'm giving him everything. And it goes so well. And then I never hear from him again. Yeah. Right. And that's because he's had a vulnerability hangover. He's now embarrassed and feels overly exposed. Yeah. And so he's going to avoid it. Right. And it's a it's a match because he doesn't want to. He can't match. He can't do that again. Mm -hmm. He didn't mean to do that in the first place. So. We need to keep our hands on the wheel and 
think about yourself steering, like if we're driving down I-15 or whatever, right? When you're driving down I-15, your movements are very subtle, right? Yeah. When you're with that steering wheel, you're not making wide, like, or you're going to roll the car if you, yeah. you know, yank the wheel around. So when we're in a conversation like that, realize that you're in control here and this is going far. Yeah. And so we may need to make a subtle change to, to how we're steering the conversation okay. to bring it more appropriately light for like, this is our first time like talking to each other. So let's like, you know, who's your favorite comedian? Like, let's talk yeah. about what's the hardest you've laughed in the last 30 days. Go. Yeah. Tell me what made you laugh so hard. Right. Where we just may need That's to shift things yeah. to keep it appropriate. And we may need to peel ourselves away and be like, oh, my gosh, this is like the funnest three hours I've had like all month. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for giving me this. I have to go. But I hope that you'll maybe call me. I mean, I'm you're the kind of guy that I would definitely answer the phone if he called me. Definitely. Right. And what did you hear what I did there? Because it was subtle. I didn't say, do you want to jump on a FaceTime? Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to? Because that is a yes or no question. Mm -hmm. And it, when we ask questions, automatically we put somebody on the defense. We don't mean to, but it's like, a, oh, I don't know. Do I? Do I? What you want to do is just make a statement and let him do whatever he'll do with it. Right. Yeah. Say you're the type of guy who I would pick up the phone for. Right. Or you're the type of guy who I wouldn't mind seeing on FaceTime. Sure. Um, and let's see what he does with that. Mm -hmm. And if this person is available and interested and also ready, at, as are you, yeah. then he will do something with that. It's true. I love that. Yeah. Nick, thoughts, feelings? Uh, several. But on this particular subject, <laughs> um, I there was an analogy that someone gave, and I won't give the source, but... This analogy was uh, an individual was in the military. They said that there was a rule, he was pilot, mm -hmm. that you're not supposed to fly your plane mm -hmm. like right above the trees. Right. You know, like some of these hotshot pilots, yeah. they try Are we talking them. about, is this going to like be a Top Gun reference? No. Dang it. I love <laughs> Top Gun. No, no, no. I do. <laughs> no, Because I'm sorry. here for it. I am totally here for it. <laughs> well, it, take it in that light. It kind Picture of is. this image in your head. Yeah. Maverick. But the... <laughs> It's very Maverick-like. So they have a rule that you're not supposed to fly, like, to the treetops. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason for the rule is that if you are that close, if just one little air pocket or something and you're just, you're down, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. There's no buffer zone. And so this individual said, so while the rule was to not fly right above the trees, he said, I'm going to make a rule to not fly 5,000, within 5,000 feet of the trees mm -hmm. because then I'm in a safe territory. <laughs> It's not the rule that I'm telling everybody to live, but it's right. the rule that that's a safe boundary for me for as me. a pilot. Yeah. Right. And so the idea there was, of course, it's okay to set your own boundaries that where you feel safest. Right. So my question, Barbie, is where do you feel safest when talking about this subject matter? Do you feel like I'm willing to go all the way to this and do this and this and this, but I'm not willing to do this? Or are you saying... I, you know what? I'm not even going to really talk about sex mm -hmm. until we've been in in person with each other once. Like, do you have a a, a 5,000 foot kind of rule for yourself? I don't know. Just because I also don't want to waste people's time. And I know for some people, like, it is 100% a deal breaker. Like, even if they're like, this is the most amazing girl I've ever met. I cannot wait. Mm. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um. I prefer not to talk about sex, especially for the first, even, especially on dates, too. 
mm-hmm. don't want to talk about sex. I don't want As soon as guys make it sexual before getting to know me, before ma- establishing that a connection, it's one of the biggest turnoffs for me ever. Because I'm like, I'm not bar Barbie anymore. I'm not, let's go get a drink and see where this leads to. Like, that's not what I'm looking for anymore. Right. Well, it's and not classy, right? And it's you're, not. You're, you want to be treated with respect and yeah. with class. But it's hard because I also know from the other side, like, it's very normal for people to have sex now on the first date. And mm-hmm. it's True. almost guaranteed for it to happen by the third date. So for me to be like, yeah, not till marriage. <laughs> like, it's a really tough well, situation. That, I think that that's to, to her point of yeah. getting too far in advance mm-hmm. of, of, you know, your problem solving something. Yeah. Pretty big. Yeah. I think that maybe part of what you can say to this individual, my thought right now at least, is that's an important subject to me, but it seems a little early to be talking about. Yeah, it. that's true. You know, something along those. Yeah, words. that's yeah. like a like a correction, a right? Nice like a correction. like a, a steer steering the conversation where it yeah. can where it is safest to to go. Yeah, right? but I like saying, "Oh, well, you know, you got you're talking about one of my favorite things." She's exactly right because that um, you're exactly right. That is what they're looking for is they want to know that you're not just like, yeah. Once a year on your birthday, and that is it. Like they want to, I get it. Yeah. I You're get talking it. about one of my favorite things, but yeah. you know we don't know each other that well yet. What do you say we like go out a couple of times and yeah. we'll, we'll revisit? Let's this put a subject. pin in that one. Yeah, kick the can yeah. down the road a little bit. Just make yeah. sure that you're giving the reassurance. Like, if you're here for it, I'm here for it. Yeah, there's yeah, yes. Okay, really I like that. good insights, Nick. Oh, Those are great this analogy. Is all you. Come on. <laughs> well, it's just funny because like. You know, I talk to people and it's like, I've never been married. I And I'm, I'll am i be 44 this year that it's like, sometimes I'll hug a guy friend. And I'm not a big hugger anyway. So sometimes like I'll hug a guy friend at church or something. And all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, I have not touched a member of the opposite sex for a really long time. Because <laughs> like we are just starved for any kind of physical yeah. affection. So it's like funny to talk to like some married people and stuff where they're like, Oh, it's so it's it's got to be so easy, though. You, you're not doing anything. And I'm like, yeah, but you're with somebody that you can at least hold their hand. Right. And, you know, kiss and do these things. I'm doing nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah, we, we, need, like, <laughs> we need that. Yes. Humans need touch. Yep. We'll die without it. Absolutely. So it's just it's a struggle. So, OK, those are very good things, especially even for the people that are listening that are not feeling that that's something that needs to wait for marriage. That's fine. Like, no judgments here. Yeah, but n- nobody's throwing any stones. No. So I started rewatching Millionaire Matchmaker because it's on Netflix now. Patty. Patty. She's such a <laughs> Have nut. Have you read her book? No, but you met her, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. She's a nut. But <laughs> yeah. I went to this um, exclusive gathering of oh. some of the top matchmakers. There's only 35 yeah. of us there in La really? Yeah, it was Ooh, invitation oh yeah. only. Ooh. It was like it was really expensive, and I felt honored to be invited. So I invested and went. And yeah. Patty was there, and just for she just zoomed in. Yeah, and she um, only zoomed she in. Zoomed in. I would be so annoyed. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and she was. Um, how can I put this delicately? Don't, don't. I'm She's not, not going to sh- listen. I'm not sure she. I'm not sure she was. I think she was intoxicated. Oh, that that's doesn't surprise saying. me at oh, all. Yeah, that's not a surprise. That she had a lot of bold proclamations that yeah. she made to the group, and it didn't last that long. Really? Yeah, because the host was like, "Thank you, Patty." <laughs> <laughs> 
Nick, I feel like you should watch it with your wife. I, just as like we random binging. But I will say, I have her book. Yeah. And it's full of nuggets of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And it's also like there will be a lot of eye rolling that you do oh, sure. while you're reading it. But there's some really great things. In fact, I pulled it out today while I was on session with a client and read through. Like she has a really um, extensive list of like, hey, where can I encounter men yeah. in my in, like my everyday life? How can mm-hmm. I make this happen? She's got a really great list. Yeah. One of my favorite rules that she has on the show is she's like, no sex before a committed relationship. She's like, mm. until you guys are committed, she doesn't have rules like it has to be by the first day or it has to be by this. Mm. But she tells the guys up front like she's not like she's not messing around. She's like, nope. And mm. she has a little bit more of a vulgar thing that she says on there that I won't say on air. <laughs> but it's hilarious. Mm. But she's like, nope, no sex before commitment. Period. Point blank. The end. And it's good because it really does change. the. You watch the guy's mindset change a little bit. But like, oh, OK, I can't just go have sex with these beautiful women. She chooses these like gorgeous women for you. But so I'm like, maybe that's another thing that I could be like, you know, we're not really going to cross. It's a little early. Let's wait till. Yeah. Uh, hey, you're in the driver's <laughs> seat. You get to steer. That's true. Right. They, yeah. they, they can ask. You can answer however you feel appropriate. Yeah. And speaking of Patty, do you know how old she is? Isn't she 50 now? No, she's not. She's what? 62. No. Her surgeon's she good. She looks like she's 38. Her surgeon's, Her surgeon's great. <laughs> I was shocked. Whoa. I was totally shocked. Because that means when she was doing the show, she was like, what, 50? Probably. Yeah. Plus. Wow. Hmm. Good surgeon. Gotta yeah. love Beverly Hills. Gotta love Beverly Hills. All right. So that is our episode. Thank you for listening to Barbie's sad little sexless existence at the moment. <laughs> Jeez. For now. For now. For now. No sexism. Now we'll get married. Barbie. But thank you for coming along this journey with me. We all know I hate the word journey. But thank you for coming along this journey. Bye, everybody. And bye, everybody. We'll have Kristen on for another episode. And we will talk a little bit more about my dating profile. So talk to you soon. Oh, 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 oh